it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The protests are heating up here in New York City because any excuse to riot, right? You've got people baiting confrontation with the cops over this uh, Marine who put a crazed individual in a what looks like a rear naked choke and he died, which is unfortunate. But now they're threatening to burn down the city. Now, come on, this is, I mean, it's spring training for Democrats. We're heading into an election season, got to limber up, you know, you know, get to, you know, work the arm for that brick throwing and Molotov cocktail throwing. It's like the Democrat Olympics. Jumping up and down in police cars, you know, you got to get that box jump going, right? right? Up, down, up, down. This proves that it's any excuse to riot, any excuse at all without any facts of the case coming out. And you've got the governor of New York, members of Congress all calling it a murder, all proclaiming this individual guilty until proven innocent, which uh, lawyers listening, isn't that the kind of stuff that gets a mistrial? When you have elected officials who make it so that an individual can't get a fair trial because in the media, in the local media, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, like I said, the governor, you've got the mayor coming out saying, slow down, don't call this a murder, because they know. The media is doing what it always does. It is ginning up the political violence. They're doing it right now. MSNBC, top to bottom, wall to wall, are ginning up the riots right now in New York City. The necessary connections are being made. You you know what you all see? If you don't see a pattern here, You've got protesters storming into the state houses of Florida, Tennessee, Texas, and Montana. These people are coordinated. It is coordinated. Winds at 695 Patriot 9572874. The jobless the jobs numbers are in the Biden economy's working, they say. 252,000 jobs in April. Unemployment rate falls to 3.4%. And the black unemployment rate, oh my God, it's at historic lows. You know, I'm old enough to remember when that was the Trump economy and the media said, well, he's not really responsible for those things, right? He's not really, but presidents don't really create jobs. It can't be the Trump. Now, some things they're leaving out of the job numbers. We are pouring billions of dollars into green energy right now. Now, one of the, see, this is what really cleaves conservatives from progressives. They don't care how something gets done as long as they they get what they want. So, if we are going to if we are going to create jobs through government subsidies, government grants, uh <clears throat> wealth redistribution and giveaways, who cares? Right? Whatever, whatever the cost of the taxpayer, whatever the debt the deficit, doesn't matter if uh, if a low unemployment rate is desirable and it is, then however you get there's however you get there. I mean, unless, of course, it involves tax cuts and stuff like that, because then the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, and it's unfair to the working class and all that other stuff. But the Trump economy wasn't predicated on government spending. It was actually predicated on tax cutting, regulatory rollbacks. A, a, a government can create, a, can create a, an unemployment rate of its choosing whatever it wants. I mean, in Cuba, everybody works for the government. You know, you could just, you could just hire people to pick up trash. What's wrong with that, Andrew? Well, if the jobs are being created by the government, where does the government get the resources to create the jobs? It has to take it from the private sector. 
And if you pick up a bucket of water on the west side of the lake and dump it on the east side of the lake, you haven't made the lake any more full. But when you when you cut taxes and there's more consumer spending, more business expansion, that's organic free market. That doesn't cost the government. Well, it costs the government, but it doesn't cost the private sector. Might cost, it doesn't even cost, what am I saying? It doesn't even cost the government because you get more revenue. It's a Friday. Hold on, let me take a sip of my coffee before I make that mistake. I got you on tape saying it. Mm. All right, coffee. We've actually seen historically that when taxes are cut and the economy grows, the government actually receives more revenue. But what we're seeing now is we're seeing more money being spent to create these jobs. And it's kind of funny. Uh, I remember, I'm looking right at it right now, January 8th, 2018, NPR. So the media is giving Joe Biden all the credit. You have all the so- the socialist leftist blue checks with their little bumper sticker. Biden wins the Biden economy. You know, the, the Fed rate hikes didn't affect the, the job market. So Biden wins. Biden's the big winner, right? Biden Biden's doing it. What Biden's doing is right. We got to reelect him. Reelect Joe Biden because the unemployment rate is at a historic low. It was at the same historic low just five years ago before Democrat governors and Democrat mayors destroyed their state economies and local economies. But the media went out of its way to not give Donald Trump any credit at all. Either presidents deserve credit or they don't. Headline fact check. Trump touts low unemployment rate for African-Americans and Hispanics. The job market is strong right now with a 4.1% unemployment rate, and President Trump knows it. In his State of the Union address, he said he's proud that African-American unemployment rate stands at the lowest rate ever recorded, and Hispanic-American unemployment has also reached the lowest levels in history. Earlier this month, he also bragged about the latest jobs report focusing in on minorities in particular. On Twitter, he cited that black unemployment is the lowest in recorded, lowest recorded in our country, and he jabbed... Democrats did nothing for you but got your vote. And after that speech of the American Farm Bureau Federation, he did it again, saying African-American unemployment rates the lowest it's been in the history of our records. The claim, black and Hispanic unemployment uh, are at near or record lows. The short answer, Trump's numbers are right, but it's generally a stretch for presidents to take credit for job creation. Really? Then why are we giving Joe Biden credit? If Donald Trump deserves no credit for historic low unemployment rates for minority working age people, why then does Joe Biden get to claim credit when NPR just told you that presidents aren't really responsible for these things? Because if Trump did it, there was no celebration, no matter what it was. If Trump did something and did it right, did it well, did it great, did it best, they found Uh, they found a negative in it. For example, when Donald Trump did not strike Iran for downing a U.S. drone, they said, well, he waited to the 11th hour. They didn't say, wow, the president exercised restraint when he found out there might be human casualties. They didn't say, well, that's, that's, that's entirely, entirely reasonable position. They said, if it's Trump, it's bad. But when we talk about investing in the United States, how much should the taxpayer be forced to subsidize the desires of government. Did we ask for this green energy transition? I don't think we did. I think it's being forced upon us. Well, Joe Biden won the election. 
Joe Biden won the election. How's it working out now? How's it working out? Gas prices are still astronomically high. Food prices are still astronomically high. Inflation is still astronomically high. And the border is being overrun. How's it working out? See, there's no context, right? Whenever Trump succeeded, there was always context. There had to be more of a nuance. We, we had to bring in a, a panel of experts to tell you that, well, whatever Trump did that was good wasn't really good and he didn't really do it, so who cares? But as soon if Biden completes a sentence, like, wow, wow, Joe Biden. You know, when he finishes his pudding, they're excited for him. Same thing with Kamala Harris. If Kamala Harris could actually say something coherent, like this woman is brilliant. Weinzik 695 Patriot 9572874. How much of this job creation is related directly to government spending? How much of it is people in the gig economy taking on things like driving for Uber or Instacart? How much of this is elderly people returning to the workforce because they're Their Social Security money is not going as far as it used to. Andrew, you guys want to cut it. You know what I thought about this? Social Security, this conundrum. Write this one down. Be ready to tweet it out because it's very basic. The government can't cut what the government doesn't first take. Right? There would be no such thing as a spending cut in Social Security if we weren't forced into Social Security in the first place. The government isn't doing anything benevolent here. The idea that if you don't have a government retirement program, people won't save for their retirement. People will save for their retirement. You know, life existed before Social Security. And by the way, if the Constitution is old and outdated, we're in the 90th year of Social Security. Is another decade when it expires and is, becomes old and outdated, outmoded? How come no one says Social Security is outmoded? Everything gets outmoded as long as Republicans support it or conservatives support it. Because in left-minded thinking, if you say, I don't want the government doing something, it's like saying you don't want it done at all. So if you say, I don't think it's very efficient or constitutional for the keyword federal government to run a mandatory coercive forced retirement program, where uh, if you die, have you noticed I never get any pushback on that? Have you noticed I never get any pushback? I say it routinely. If you and your spouse die after your children reach the age of majority, the government keeps all your money. If you are a lifelong bachelor or bachelorette and you never have any children and you die, the government just keeps your money. It just keeps your money. If you died at 65 years old, 64 years old, and you hadn't taken any Social Security, they're just going to keep it, and they're going to give it to someone else. So when we're talking about, see, if it really was your money, the government wouldn't be able to make cuts. If there really was a trust fund, a lockbox, the government wouldn't be able to make cuts because what would be in there would be the money that you put in over your life tied to your Social Security number. And then I always get these dummies who are like, I, it's obvious you don't know how Social Security works. Okay, uh, uh, illuminate for me. Uh, you know, illustrate it for me. Explain it to me. Teach me, oh wise one. I know exactly how it works. And I'm 100% right. I'm not giving you an opinion. I'm telling you what, what is. But these job numbers, 
We're supposed to watch Biden and go, wow, Joey's doing a great job here. Great job. When Trump did it, the, well, presidents aren't really responsible for the jobs numbers. I mean, <laughs> because it was Trump. So conversely, if Biden is responsible for the good job numbers, is he responsible for the bad border numbers? Winds at 695 Patriot 957-2874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XF Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcom Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.